You're listening to The Details, a podcast from Mr. Porter about the little things that matter in men's style. In the course of this series, we'll be travelling around the globe to delve deep into buttons, zips, collars, labels, stitching, pleats and darts. We'll talk to world-famous designers about the secret subtleties that are hidden in the fastenings of their coats and the seams of their trousers. And we'll be getting up close and personal with collectors, craftspeople and enthusiasts, unveiling the meaning and emotion packed into even the tiniest elements of modern menswear. I've had it. I'm off. Not really. Or at least, not for long. Actually, I'm going on holiday, and because I've left it to the last minute, and because, you know, climate change, I'm going on holiday in the UK. The weather is going to be... as you might expect. So packing is complicated. I've got a suitcase that comes with various pouches and segments that I can use to store wet clothes or muddy boots. And I've got various layers, like this down gilet and this woolly cardigan that I can pile on top should the wind be particularly vicious. I'm not even speculating about whether it will rain, because I know it's going to rain. So the most important thing of all is the jacket from Arcteryx, which is bright yellow, so I'll be easy to spot in the fog and gloom, and made with waterproof Gore-Tex fabric. None of this would be possible, of course, without an ingenious piece of design that was invented in America in the early 20th century and has still not really been bested in terms of utility and practicality. It's a feature that has given us excellent innovations like the rucksack, the coin wallet and the track top. But it's also a design element that has become part of the iconography of men's style, a sign of toughness and durability, a symbol of anarchy and rebellion. And it makes a lovely noise. I'm Adam Welsh, a writer and Mr Porter contributing editor. Today, once my packing's done, we're going to talk about zips. There's something inherently sexy about a zip-up. Even its name originates from the suggestive sound of one being undone. The prevalence of the zipper is indicative of the 20th century's obsession with speed. Unbuttoning a shirt, dress or trouser can take you time, but zips are quick, enabling you to get naked in lightning-fast time. In a zip, in fact. Like buttons, zips can be both practical or decorative or both. However, while buttons always seem to be being done up, zips always seem to be being pulled down. While the origins of the zip can be traced back to 1851, it took almost 65 years until 1917 for the zip to be refined to the point that they became more than just a novel fastening. Even then it took another 15 years before they finally took over from buttons as the modern way of fastening all types of garments for men and women. 
Zips have been used as a transgressive motif within fashion. Vivian Westwood used zips as a means to slash through garments, revealing the flesh underneath, or with her infamous bondage trousers, putting a zip that traversed from the man's crotch to his rear, enabling easy access for all sorts of sexual acts to take place. While in the 1990s, Alexander McQueen used strategically play zips in his Golden Showers collection to expose both the model's hips and chest. The Perfetto leather jacket, first produced by Schott NYC in 1928, with its multiple metal zips became the archetypal biker jacket. When later worn by Marlon Brando in The Wild Ones, it came to symbolise wayward youth, with their passion with rebellion, sex and utter coolness. Such was the potency of this transgressive combination of leather and zips that schools across America banned students from wearing the jacket. That was Andrew Groves, who, as a professor in fashion at London's University of Westminster, has, it's safe to say, seen a fair few zips in his time. Zips are, of course, largely allowed now, wherever you happen to be studying or working. But that hasn't undermined the zip's symbolic potency. It's still used to signify strength, toughness and confidence. And perhaps nowhere more powerfully, or frequently, in recent memory than at the Parisian house Balmain. Since 2011, Balmain's men's and women's collections have been designed by creative director Olivier Rustang, who assumed the title at the tender age of 24 and immediately proceeded to win over a devoted fan base with his tough biker jeans, sleek perfecto jackets, and heavily embellished, military-inspired designs. Today, Rustang is something of a celebrity, the leader of an army of supermodels and other celebrities that, by appearing in his campaigns and runway shows, have long flown the flag for diversity within the fashion industry. How are you doing? Great. Sorry to interrupt you mid-collection. Yeah, I know, it's a bit of a mess right now. (laughs) Keen to understand why Zips continue to inspire and provoke him, I went to visit him in his office in Paris. So which which season are we in now? Are we in 2022? Yeah. (laughs) A generous penthouse studio strewn with books, framed pictures from glossy fashion editorials, and an intimidatingly enormous marble desk that seemed entirely fitting for Rustang's status as French fashion's most bombastic insurgent. There are a lot of zips in Balmain collections. Where do you think that came from in the beginning? I think zip came from my obsession of biker. You know, I love travelling and escape the world, being on my own and take my motorcycle, which I never had, but that was my dream to have. And having my perfecto and my biker pants and just like uh, escaping the world. So I think Zip always been my obsession. What I love about Zip is that at the end of the day, it can be really practical, but it can be as well an element that you put in in a really expensive couture clothes and giving you that rock and roll vibe. I mean, that was my thinking. I kind of immediately associated with biker aesthetic, but it's interesting to say that actually if you're thinking about what bikers do they travel they're free there's a bit of a dream in this this idea of a zip yeah i think everything that i build is about freedom even my zip in the back of a dress is because after that you take off your dress you feel another time free you know there's always that feeling but when you wear it as well you feel free so i think zip is about freedom you can open it you can close it you just decide whenever and whatever you want to do it so 
At what point in designing a garment do you decide to use a zipper rather than a button or Velcro or some other kind of fastening? This is such a great question. I think I use zipper when I feel like it needs to to rock more. I mean, it's just a different attitude. Like when you put buttons, you know that you're going to have another allure than when you put zipper. Like when I put my buttons, it's because I want to be a, a petit prince. You know, there's always this feeling of like you belong to that kind of regal world. When you put a zipper, you know, it's like, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm going to rock this world no matter what. So depend on my mood and depend on the garment that I have found of me. But sometimes I can put a zipper on a double basic jacket and you say, and saying, you know what? I want that you rock the world and not just being the little prince. I feel like in the course of your collections, what you've explored more and more is, as well is this kind of sensuous, draped, much more romantic side. And there's always been a bit of a tension between the hardware and the hardness and also, well, especially the last men's show that was so soft and flowing and draped. Is that a kind of tension that you enjoy working with and, and going back to again and again? Yeah, I love that tension. I think when there is no tension, there is no love. I love the drape and I love the floaty and I love the fragility, but I love as well when you stand up and you're strong as well. So, I mean, combining like a strength and fragility is important. Combining a soft and hard is important as well. I think that the, I would say in French, la dualité, like the paradox in a way, that's what makes me love more and more fashion. I will give you another example, like working for a brand that is born in 1945 with such an incredible history and past and being in my 30s and listening to my generation. Is that what is the beauty of Balmain, is the paradox? And I think that's what I do with my clothes. So yes, the last menswear was about a man that is more fragile, but still at the same time really tough. And this is the same thing with the zip. You can have a zip that is in metal and pretty strong, but putting that on a soft fabric, this is the beauty. The other interesting thing about zips is that you can look at them, they're a detail, they're practical, but there's also a kind of sensual quality of engaging with them and, and there's a tactile thing. Is that important to you when you're designing and using zips? Uh, no, because I make sure always that you can undone your zip on your own, you know, even your dress. There is never a reality with someone else. Mm. The barman woman doesn't need anybody and the barman man neither. So no, there is no rapport, no. <laughs> Another th thing that I was thinking about when using and designing with zips, and certainly a, a way a lot of them are styled in the show, it's about jackets hanging open, sort of several lines of zip sparkling around, and it's got weight to it. Do you think a lot about the drape and how they're going to kind of swing and fall and when you're designing with zips? Of course, I think it's really important when you're a designer to always think of the movement of your clothes, no matter what it is. That could be with zip, with pockets, with uh, chains. Of course, with the zip, I always think the way that it's going to fall, how it's going to shine and how it's going to follow the movement of the body. It's really important. Movement is essential and crucial for a designer. I want to talk a bit more about the Perfecto jacket as just a source of inspiration. It's a garment which uses a zip in a very interesting way. It has that double fastening and then it has all these different details. How and why have you continually come back to that silhouette and what have you done with it? How has it inspired you? I think Perfecto is always part of my wardrobe and the Bauman DNA and any collection, no matter what I do, they would always be Perfecto. 
because it makes your silhouette cooler. Whatever you do, you can put an incredible cashmere sweatshirt, you can put your denim, you can put super chic pants, but at the end of the day, the Perfecto gives you the vibe that you're going to rock the world. So I always make sure that I change my Perfecto shape-wise. Sometimes it's drop shoulder, sometimes it's a really tight fit, sometimes it's like leather, sometimes it's in suede, fringes, no fringes. I mean, Perfecto is like a never-ending world that you can play with, and that's why I love to always play with in any collection. It might not necessarily be a Perfecto, but do you remember a garment from your youth or an early example of, of a zip jacket or a zip pants that you particularly liked and was kind of special for you? Yeah, I think it would have been like an old jacket from my dad, which was a mix between the Perfecto and an aviator jacket. It was tons of zipper that was like a mix between leather and wool on the lapel. I remember that it was an oversized, you know, those kind of really like end of an 80s, early 90s oversized jacket that I was wearing and I was maybe like 10 or 11 years old and I was ridiculous, but I thought it was really cool. And my dad was always like, why are you obsessed with it? And I was just like, because I look like a rock star. And it reminded me that I look like, you know, that huge jacket of Michael Jackson that he was wearing, that red jacket. He had sparkle. My dad didn't have the sparkle of the jacket, obviously, but he was tons of zipper and I just feel like I could do the moonwalk with that jacket. I was wondering if there's a sort of synergy there in that kind of idea of showmanship. There is something really wonderful about zips, especially if they're very shiny, especially if there are a lot of them, that it's a little bit like jewellery, that it's a kind of way of making a statement, adorning yourself. Can they be decorative? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're totally right. Zip is like buttons, you know. It can be decorative. Like uh, on my biker pants, you have four pockets. You might use two, you might use one, you might use four. I mean, (laughs) the end of the day, I think what is incredible about the zip is that there is all this metallic element around it, on it, that kind of gives you something really special. The same way on a double-breasted jacket with six buttons or four, giving you that kind of allure. You have the same feeling now with zip on jeans. I think what's also really amazing about when you look at all the collections down the line is how you've taken those original garments that were such a success and reimagined them in so many ways and used the zips in all these kind of unexpected places. How have you enjoyed and explored that process of using zips where they shouldn't be? I think this is the meaning of my life, using things that shouldn't be there and just putting there and say, why don't we put them there? This is the reality of my life and what I build at Balmain, which is like, can we make a couture dress with a zip? I think, yes, of course. Can we make a double-breasted jacket instead of having buttons but with two big zip? Yeah, of course. Because I think where people don't expect you is there that you have to go. And I think the zip, which is something really casual, can become something really special. At Balmain, zips are about power and confidence. But for most of us on a day-to-day basis, they're really about practicality, something that has become increasingly important in menswear as it has evolved over the 20th century. Here's Andrew Groves again to explain why. While we might think all zips are the same, there have been developments in recent decades that have led to airtight and watertight zips. NASA developed airtight zippers for their high-altitude pressure suits, enabling them to retain air pressure inside the suits in the vacuum of space. While waterproof zips are used in diving suits and scuba suits. The history of zips is, to some extent, the history of pockets. From the 17th to the 19th century, Women might have had at least one pair of pockets, but they were not attached to their garments, but worn underneath their petticoats. 
while men had pockets that were sewn into their coats, waistcoats and breeches. Since these pockets were used to hold money, jewellery and valuables, the need to securely close them meant that when zips arrived, they proved a perfect solution for security. Fast forward to the modern day, and the need to carry keys, phones, passes, credit cards and a whole host of other things means that menswear has multiple pockets and multiple zips to ensure all of this stuff can be worn about the body. While to most people a zip is like any other zip, for menswear obsessives it is a way to tell the age and place of manufacture of some of their favourite garments. Collectors of early Stone Island will wax lyrically about Lampo zips. At the same time, Lightning Zips is the brand that lovers of vintage bell staff will look out for. And a collector of original shot leather jackets will be looking for the sign of a talon zip. Of course, one of the really brilliant things about the zip is that, though it has undergone some improvements, its basic functionality has remained the same for over a hundred years. That's not to say, though, that people aren't trying to find ways to do it better. To find out about some of the very latest developments in the zip world, Mr. Porter buying consultant Kari Oyama paid a visit to the offices of the North Face Japan in Shibuya, Tokyo, where the detail-obsessed activewear brand has been developing a new, ultra-light, airy string zip, in collaboration with YKK, one of the world's largest zip manufacturers, as well as sewing machine company Juki. As you might expect, the technology was developed under strict embargo. So when Kauri arrived, there was a palpably hushed feeling to the proceedings. My name is Kazuhiro Ijima, and I'm in charge of the merchandiser of the North Face lifestyle. This product in front of us is called the Gore-Tex Nipsey Jacket. This Nipsey Jacket is one of the iconic models from North Face, and it was developed as a mountain jacket in 1985. They were first presented in the expeditions. The purpose of this jacket is for mountain climbing especially. But gradually, it started being used more as daily wear. That's why it's one of their iconic styles now that people are very familiar with. Anyone familiar with the North Face should also be familiar with the Nupsi jacket. It's a funnel-necked, hip-skimming puffer jacket with what the brand calls a horizontal baffle construction that helps to keep the down inside distributed evenly. They're currently very much in demand, following the recent reissue of various early 90s designs in authentically lurid colourways. In fact, we can barely keep them in stock on Mr. Porter. Because it is one of their iconic models, in order to modernise, they've specifically chosen this Nipsey jacket for this airy string collaboration. So it best features everything, and it's modern, but it's one of their classic models. They use this fabric, which is very waterproof and windproof as well. And then the airy string goes all the way from the top to the bottom of the down jacket. 
So, at this point, you have to wonder, why all the secrecy? How exactly does this new zipper differ from the common or garden variety? The answer is rather subtle. So we have two zips in front of us, and the one on the left is the standard zippers that they normally produce. The one on the right is the new airy string zipper. The zipper on the left has the fastener tapes, and then the airy string does not have any tapes, hence the design is a lot simpler, and it can be applied on garments in a different way. And that's what's new about the zipper. Kaz is showing me the airy string, and I can see that there are two strings going down inside the zipper itself. To apply it on the garment, they would sew the string inside onto the garment. They had to develop a special kind of sewing machine in order to sew the string inside the zipper onto the garment. And from Goldwyn's point of view, they've been asking the craftsman that makes the zippers so that they can come up with the best sewing machine for this zipper. Actually, the big secret here is not necessarily the zipper itself, but the new Juki sewing machine that had to be developed to make it possible. It is this machine, and only this machine, that has the ability to apply these new tapeless zippers to the garments. All this might not sound like such a huge step forwards, but in the world of zippers, it's borderline revolutionary. Zipper, they were originally invented 120 years ago. And actually, at the time, they did not have any tapes. The reason why they had to put the tape was because they had to mass produce the product. And the original starting point of the airy string comes from that. Without having the tape, how would they be able to mass produce the zippers? That's the original concept of the airy string. One of the biggest reasons why they want to apply airy strings is because as an outdoor brand, one of the most important things is to reduce the elements used on the garments in order to make it lighter and for a person wearing it to move around a lot easier. When people zip the garment down with one hand because the airy string does not come with a tape. The airy string, it's a lot smoother and it simplifies the zip-down process. Of course, such improvements are about practicality, but they're also about engineering. In that sense, this ongoing improvement of the zip is as much a feat of science and technology as it is a nifty new detail on a jacket. The technology is one of the most important things for the brand. To be able to work on those small parts like zips, 
fasteners, looking from the view of them being environmentally friendly, the brand wants to obviously improve people's life and then encourage people by using new products to be more active. They have been getting a lot of great reactions from people from the technology side point of view and as well as the design point of view because it's a completely new invention and as Japanese customers are very appealed to new products, especially this was a limited edition, that was the reason why that we got a great reaction from people. Very nice. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you look really good. When thinking about the development of this new zip, of any new zip in the future, I also find myself thinking about the tiny adjustments that are made to the bikes and helmets of Olympic cyclists to make them go that little bit faster, or even the increasingly minuscule changes between one generation of smartphone and the next. The fact is, these differences are small enough that to an uninformed observer, they may even seem invisible but it's nonetheless strangely comforting to feel that we are still refining an invention from over 100 years ago, that even in the future, through the combined efforts of ingenious technologists and visionary designers, the zip might still be somehow at the forefront of garment technology. And yes, very sexy. You can't see, but I'm blushing now. been listening to The Details, a podcast from Mr. Porter, produced by Chalk and Blade. The producer was Eva Krishiak. The assistant producer was Hester Kant. The executive producer was Ruth Barnes. Mixed by Chris Wood. Music by Adam Lieber and Julian Guidetti. To listen to all six episodes, search for the Mr. Porter podcast on your podcast provider, or visit our site at mrporter.com forward slash the details to hear more from mr porter you can follow us on instagram and twitter at mr porter live or check out our online magazine the journal at mrporter.com forward slash journal